Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. We are the Woodhounds. My name is Joe, and I'm sitting across the table here from my good friend, Dan. Dan, why don't you tell everyone hello? Hello, everyone. Good, uh, I guess, morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening to this. Uh, appreciate you coming back and tuning in for another episode of the Woodhounds. And Joe, I got to tell you, just right off the bat here. Um, yeah. So uh, I was reading through some emails coming in, flying in uh, this morning. And when the town car dropped me off at the end of your driveway, <laughs> I was walking up here. And um, well, recently I was back home. I had a load of logs delivered from a tree service company. Oh, no. And they were dumped off in the front of our house. You know, right, kind of where everyone driving by can see them. And as I, I had that on my mind as I walked up, and I noticed all of the stuff in your driveway here, <laughs> and and I was just wondering because my wife uh, the next day told me those logs better be out of the front of the house immediately. Oh no! And move to the back woodyard. And some so, wives just don't understand, do they? Yeah, it was kind of interesting because. Like I mentioned, the email, we have an email from uh, from John, and he was wondering the same thing. Like, how you mean, did we... Hold on. Do you mean Wait. we have an email? Oh, yes, we do have an email. Well, <laughs> well, you know what that means. That means that this is our new segment called Listener Mail. Yes, so, Listener Mail, yes. So, the email was from, from John, and like I said, he was kind of just wondering um, how... We went about involving family into either like the firewood business or just firewood in general, because he's kind of thinking about once he retires, getting into firewood. So he wanted any, I guess, maybe tips, information, or just how that all came to be with, with us. Yeah. And like I said, I mean, with me, I kind of get notified of, uh, I get notices like, how long are those logs going to be in the front of the house? You know, like hints. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My recommendation for him is uh heat your house with gas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have the most understanding wife in the world. Now we've had a set of special circumstances which had led to <laughs> the way our house looks from the street, but I I have made a lot of commitments and a lot of promises that, that I've yet to uphold, but they are there. Uh, you know, we will eventually <laughs> get this, this place cleared up, but you know, if you, uh, we, we live on acreage, we're not part of an HOA where we, or we're in like a, a cul-de-sac, you know, where everyone, every neighbor knows everyone's business. So, but you know, still you want your place to look nice and, oh, our place looks like a, a firewood bomb went off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we, um, we have a long way to go, but yes, I sense John's angst (laughs) if, if there is angst there, but I do get the spirit of John's email about getting people involved. When you have hobbies, some hobbies are more, I guess, obtrusive to your living space than others and certainly firewood and making firewood and stacking firewood and selling firewood is uh can be a a whole house and whole family enterprise 
Yes. And like in our, my case, you know, the, the whole curb appeal becomes a factor. My yeah. wife is concerned with the way things look in the front of the house. So sure. But she doesn't mind, you know, what's back in the wood yard. It's just that, like I said, sometimes there's hints. She doesn't come out and say, move those logs. She says, how long will they be there? Or <laughs> when were you going to move those? <laughs> yeah. In my old line of work, we called that a clue. <laughs> <laughs> that is a clue. That is a, uh, a cryptic message to you, giving, getting her message across. So you got it. You got it. That's the one thing you should, if you, if you start talking about it and dropping little hints, look for those clues, look for those, those yeah. tells. In my circumstances, the support that I have is, is the crucial part where I may not have as much help, you know, out in the wood yard with the cutting and production and stacking. Although I do have uh, family support. It was just the support from my wife giving me the thumbs up to do this <laughs> crazy idea. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'm in my, I was in my, I just turned 50 at the time, I guess you could say, when I started this full time. And, you know, when you're in your 50s, you don't have a lot of room to screw up. You know, you still have house payments and, and, you know, you got kids getting ready or going away to college. So, um, screwing up your, you know, you have much more room for error when you're in your twenties versus than when you're in your fifties, but it was really just the full support of my wife. Cause she, I think, you know, believed what I was going to do could work, uh, that I was passionate about it. And that's kind of like that motivation behind everything, which makes people, you know, feel more comfortable with you that you can get it done. Yep. And that, um, so that was the first part. Now, how did, I gained her support. I don't know. Maybe it was just in her nature, but we have a couple things going for us. You know, again, we live out here on acreage. We live out here in the country and the startup costs at the time were minimal because I already had a lot of the tools that I needed, you know, to make it work. Um, now getting her to help. <laughs> now she will, you know, she will, but it's not high on her list of things to do. And, I also don't, you know, just overwhelm her with requests either. You know, when I ask for her help, it's usually when I'm in desperate need of it. So I think yep. she does recognize that too. How about your wife? Is she hands off or hands on? She's, she's hands on and she, she doesn't mind. Um, she actually enjoys stacking uh, firewood. So she's, she's, you know, open to, uh, being involved and being, I took a little while for her to get used to being part of the video part of, you know, the firewood part of it. Uh -huh. But, um, but I think that's an interesting point you were bringing up about like the involvement and getting people on board. I think it's twofold. It's that whole, you know, the, the support being behind it and then also the hands-on being involved sure. with it. Yeah. Now I have uh, two daughters and they both help in varying degrees. And <laughs> without going into detail, you know, the one is very quick to help. The other one will hem and haw 
but it's the same thing. You, know, you learn, <laughs> you learn over time what you can and can't get away with. And I think they also recognize too, there's just sometimes I, I really need their help. So, yeah. So that they, they are there. Um, surprisingly though, you know, the, my youngest one kind of likes, you know, the, the equipment, the tractors and the older one doesn't, she likes the stacking and the loading. Um, but, you know, but, you know, you had mentioned earlier about the video portion, you know, so Dan and I are both YouTube channels. That's where, um, what eventually led to this podcast, but it was my oldest daughter who, you know, pushed the, the videos because it was fun for her to do. And she's, you know, the main camera person. And so that has been a, uh, like a family endeavor. So that's been kind of fun. And a, and a phenomenal camera person, I might say. Very, yeah. very great at the camera work. Yeah, she makes, I think her eyes are the viewer's eyes, you know. And yep. that's the one thing we try to do. We don't use the tripods. We don't have a lot of still shots. And it's just like if you are new watching a machine run, you know, you're not just watching the person run it. You know, you want to look at everything and every yeah. little nook and cranny of the machine. And that's what she's able to accomplish with the camera. So when, when you started, was she, you said she was like open to and wanting to film, but then when she realized this was going to be like more than just once or twice, did she say, oh, well, wait a minute. <laughs> I didn't say I wanted to film all the time. <laughs> yeah, I think we, I don't, I don't think the time commitment is that much. You know, I, it, I'll have a task that I'm doing and she'll come out and film it. And then she'll spend, you know, probably about an hour editing it and uploading it. So I don't think the time constraints is all that high, but uh, it was also too, you know, like a, it was a, a work in progress because we didn't know what we were getting into at first. Yes. And um, when the pace started, what I mean by the pace, like our, our growth and our subscribers and, you know, people wanting more and more, we still stuck to that two a week. And, uh, it, it's been nice. And, you know, it's, I think it's also something too, that we've done together. Probably when she's an old lady, she'll appreciate it <laughs> more than she does now. And uh, yeah, so, you know, we, we had everyone involved. There was, um, an early video, like in our first years, like on father's day, I had both my daughters in the video and, uh, my older daughters made a couple other appearances, but you know, <laughs> everyone when i say everyone i mean almost everyone has been very nice but there are some some creepy people out there so um <laughs> being a dad and all you know i yeah I gotta, Could you gotta be, be a... careful and putting stuff on right so so if if you were going out and you had a cord of firewood to stack and you yeah. asked your daughter to help you or film it what do you think she'd want to do Film yeah. or actually do the work? <laughs> well, you know, she, my older one's very a good worker. She will do both. You know, she will film me if I have a thought. You know, when we show ourselves stacking wood, it's usually, you know, the stacking is secondary. And then I'll just be rambling off on whatever's on my mind. And she'll, I'll say, got something. And she'll pick up the camera and then she'll film me doing it. And then when my brain goes empty, she puts the camera down and continues helping me to stack. Yeah. yeah. See, I've. Yeah. I've done it in videos where I'll 
my wife is stacking and then I'll be doing like a little talking segment and I'll lose my train of thought and then have to start right. over. And by the time I finally get the words captured on camera, the work is already done. So I always get looked at as like, I'm trying to get out of the work, you know, because I'm just <laughs> purposely messing up my lines, which there you go. I may or may not have done on occasion, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> yeah. But outside of the camera, everyone has a role at some level, you know, with the firewood company. And remember, we're full time. I don't have yes. a day job that I go to. So, you know, the family's finances uh, <laughs> depend heavily on the sale of firewood. So everyone has a role and everyone, even if they're not 100% involved all the time, they've been around long enough to know you know, our own, you know, we have terminology, you know, for what we're loading and what's getting loaded. And I can trust them if I say, you know, to go put a quarter in the truck, you know, they know exactly what to do yeah, and you know where to set the truck and how to load it up and how the truck should be loaded. Oh, that's good. It's, there's times when you're really busy and you need that extra person. If I'm out with one truck, I can tell them what to put into the other one. And you know, that, that just really helps out. I, rely on you know the younger kids for social media techniques you know and that was one of the first things was they kept hammering on me that i was too wordy and too much um words in in all my social media posts you know they say it's got to be short it's got to be like one or two sentences max so yeah uh, you, know, you know they have that level of involvement as well so when you so i, I know your slogan or your catch line where for your your ohio wood burners family friends firewood yes so your family really is like the business all involved it's not just that's not just a catchy word to rhyme with uh firewood like yeah. family friends food fireworks firewood <laughs> <laughs> well that slogan didn't really revolve around the fact that we're a family business it was more about the role of firewood you know i always saw that firewood was one of these things that brings people together since yeah. the days of the, of the caveman, you know, it was when it, it was a driving force in humans becoming a social being, you know, when they started cooking food around the fire and sharing. And that was the role, you know, the, the way that we market our firewood, but certainly, you know, this Ohio wood burner is a family operation. I mean, it's largely sole proprietor, but you know, you know, how families are, yeah, and you can right. get a, what, families that get along. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, you know, I don't want to uh, take too much liberty with Tolstoy here, but you know, all happy families are the same. So, um, you know, it, it works nice, and I I enjoy what I do. And if I need help, uh, there's people there, uh, you know, to do it. Yeah, that's that's the key. That's the that's the nice thing to know. Like that's mm -hmm. what I you know. In the beginning, like I mentioned, the YouTube video part of it, I mean, Amanda, she wasn't, you know, too like jumping at the bit, like, oh, put me, let me, let me be in a video. I, I can help you do this. So I, you know, we Amanda, tried it. Amanda is your, Amanda is your wife, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> the amazing Amanda, she was, uh, <laughs> that was her name given by a bunch of subscribers and fellow. There we go. So, you know, we, we tried it out. We did a video. Um, the response was good. Um. And then, you know, I've, I fell into that trap of I was using her just for videos for specific reasons, you know, catering <laughs> to the visual uh, 
the lights of men around the country and world. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and, Do you wish to expand on that? Because I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, you know, so it's like, uh, how should I say this? Um, I guess people like to look at, you know, other people that they may find good to look at. <laughs> I don't know, but, yeah. uh, so that was, that's always been the, the interesting, like crux that I'm always in is if I put her in too many videos and how, you know, it's just, it's one of those yeah. things that I really don't, uh, care too much about anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know, specific to videos, uh, I showed my wife, your most recent video of your wife splitting wood. And I said, you know, I have a great idea. And she said, absolutely not. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, she has, uh, she's very supportive. She, she, there, she will never appear in a video. So that's just the way it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's a fun little, I guess, cause you know, I, I am like, my background is, uh, with pro wrestling that when I was involved in that, you know, you have to be at that point at some time to just say, you're not going to let what other people think drive what you do. And yeah. so that's kind of where I'm at with the whole uh, video part of it. But <laughs> but <laughs> she does definitely, uh, I've even been, she's even asked me like, when can I help you? Do you have anything to do? So that's, oh wow, yeah, well, it's kind of fun to now get to that point where, and then my son, he's, uh, he just turned eight. Okay. And so I'm slowly getting him involved, but I don't want to push it on him. You know, I don't want to like make him come out and stack wood. Yeah. So it's been interesting to see how he kind of has been showing up more and more and like he'll stack for like five minutes and then be done. <laughs> yeah. But it's a hobby, you know, it's not, it's not unlike right. any other hobby that a parent would pass down to their child. Yeah. Woodworking, cars, farming, you Fishing. know, gardening. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't see, you know, where firewood would be any different, you know, and then you're also giving him a lifetime of memories too. Right. Yeah. And I think that would be, if somebody like what John was asking, like, how do you incorporate or how do you get your family involved with it? I would say that that's one of the main things is not to try to force it and just yeah. let it happen. And above all, if you can enjoy the experience of it, because I think that's what really ends up being the thing that I remember the most from when I was a kid is, you know, sure. I hated doing it at the time, but now I look back and it's a memory that, you know, I yeah. love. <laughs> One of my earliest childhood memories was a firewood uh, trip. You know, we took the, we had a 1973 gold Ford LTD, <laughs> which <laughs> LTD, if anyone doesn't know, is an acronym for large trunk department. <laughs> the Ford LTD was famous for having like the largest trunk in the history of the automotive world. And we took our Ford LTD out into you know the country, out these two lane roads in the middle of winter to cut up some trees on some land that uh, my dad worked with this guy that owned it. And while we were driving out this road, a road grader was coming the other way who was plowing. Yeah, you know, this is out in the country here back in the seventies. And he and he ran us right into the ditch. So our you know, our our Ford was in the ditch and he got out though and pulled us out with a chain. And but you know, we did. We probably put about 
seven full cords of firewood in the trunk of that Ford LTD. That's how big the uh, trunk is on it. (laughs) (laughs) And the saw on top. Too too bad you don't still have it for a delivery vehicle, man. Yeah, (laughs) well, I think the bumper had fallen off of it by 1976 <laughs> and then you couldn't see it when it was running after that because of all the blue smoke pouring out of it so ah, uh, yes yeah. yeah but you know that's just some of the things you remember i re- just remember vividly i can still see the cranks for the windows and i can still see the pattern in the seats in that car and it makes me think of that trip that we went out for firewood in fact i still have the same saw uh, wow. it's out in my it's out in my barn it was a poolin top handle an old one uh, that we took out just to cut up a couple trees wow did it have the um because my dad had a a ford it was a, a truck but it did it have the little triangle windows that like would on the front you like folded them reverse out or <laughs> i don't even know how they were yeah, no <laughs> not on the ltd it was a two-door so the doors were about as long as current cars are now. <laughs> and it had a little window in the back for the back seat that did crank down, you know, but it was huh. seriously, it was probably about four inches wide, uh, but it would crank down. And it was uh, me, my brother is in the front seat and dad was driving. I was sitting in the back seat in the center, just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. That see the, mm-hmm. the the other interesting thing with like um what I'm noticing is uh with my son is he's also taking a kind of a liking to the whole YouTube side of things. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. So he's he's mentioned before he's gonna start a channel. So <laughs> yeah. but he doesn't know quite yet what the topic <laughs> would be. <laughs> but but that's yeah. that's where like my because you know I, I sell as kind of a hobby. So sure. firewood is like the main topic, but I also have like the whole YouTube channel and that's how I kind of been involving my family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, that's the thing that I guess one other thing I would just say when you're trying to get a family on board with anything you're probably doing is that you have to make sure you allow for that family time, you know, sure. It, I could spend all day and all evening out in the wood yard and then come in and, you know, take a shower and go to bed. And if I did that more, more every day I did it more and more, eventually it's not going to be looked on as something favorable to the rest of the family. Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> so, so how do you balance your, you know, family time with, if you know, your business? I mean, it's, yeah. you seem like you're busy all the time. Oh, that's the power of the video, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) That is the power of editing. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm new to this self-employed thing. Yeah. And I was raised, I was raised in a steel town, you know, with uh, an industrious uh, set of parents. And that was, you know, you go to college. I was the first one in our family to graduate from college. You know, you go to college, you get a job and you work there the rest of your life, you know, and then what's left and then what's left of you at the end of that experience, you can retire, you know. So this was all a new experience for me with this self-employed thing. And it happened all through happenstance. It was just a number of, you know, life events that conspired to put me where I am right now. 
So the benefit, the immediate benefit that I had learned from being self-employed is, you know, I, I work here at the house and, you know, my wood yards in the, in, you know, on our acreage here. So I'm here and I'm, I'm here when the, you know, the kids, you know, go to school in the morning. I'm here when they come back. You know, if I'm out on a delivery, I'm still, you know, going to be back pretty soon. You know, I think about when I used to have a, I'm using my air quotes here, Dan, a real job, you know, (laughs) I would leave, you know, and that's what we do. We leave everyone in this world who we care about the most. We leave them to go spend all day with, you know, people that (laughs) you hate, (laughs) you know, people that you don't love. And uh, that's what I did. I used to drive every day. I would drive to Cleveland. It took me one hour to drive there. And uh, I would drive to work. I would send an email to a person who sat 10 feet from me, you know, and then I would turn around and drive an hour home. (laughs) Um, So, but, you know, now working at home, I'm here and the business is here. And, um, you know, but again, I I would uh, inject my favorite author, Leo Tolstoy, you know, all happy families are the same. So, you know, we get along and it's nice to be here. And, um, and that's what I think, you know, even if my two daughters and my wife all have differing input, you know, to the business, they're still always here. And that's what I would tell John that even if, you know, it's slow going, or you got some family that's in and some that's out and some that's just got one foot in one foot out, you're building, you know, a lifetime of memories. And when he's, you know, an older age and the kids are getting older or, you know, it, it all makes sense to them and it brings back happy memories. And I think that's something that gets passed on yep. because that's going to be their turn one day. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so when you, when you started out, you didn't, Fine. You know, cause you were mentioning how like you would get in your car in the morning and drive to work. And so a lot yep. of people have that, that routine of eight to 10 hours a day is devoted to their job. But right. when you're self-employed and you're, you could end up sometimes maybe devoting 16 hours of your day. Yeah. If you, but the, my days are different though. You know, they're not, <laughs> they're not all in a row, you know, yeah. the hours that you work and you know, there's days where I just, I just don't have it you know, and then I just come sit on the couch and watch TV until that feeling goes away. Then I'm back at it, you know, with whatever my task was for the day. That part's enjoyable. And, you know, especially now coming in the summertime, my oldest daughter's home from college. The youngest one's going to be out of school here pretty quick. And, um, you know, here we are all together. You know, and that's what we, I think a lot of the things that we do in life are backwards anyways. You know, we, we work our whole (laughs) lives when we're young and full of life and have all these interests, you know, until, until you're old and you can't travel anymore. You can't, (laughs) you you can't go too far from the house because you got to be close to the bathroom. You know, you, you got, you're on all these medications that make you feel funny and you can't travel, you know? I mean, I dealt with all that with my dad. And so we do a lot of things backwards, you know, and the same thing with our kids, you know, when the kids are younger and you want to spend more time with them, that's when you're working your whole life away at the office. So that is one of the joys of, for me, was being self-employed was even if they have zero interest, guess what? I'm still here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought you were going to say when you, when you weren't feeling it, you'd come inside and sit on the couch and watch the back 45 channel on YouTube, but 
<laughs> to get you motivated and pumped up, but I guess yeah, you, you didn't want to admit that on on air. <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, reruns of Gilligan's Island and Chips <laughs> and BJ, BJ and the Bear. Yeah. BJ and the Bear. <laughs> And the Waltons and Little House on the Prairie. My whole life revolved around those those five shows. I think. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Mine did not. We all we only had three channels on our TV. And oh no. Yeah, I, I I didn't grow up with a lot of TV involved, but that's probably good. Yeah. So I don't know, Dan. Do you think we uh, answered the question for John, or did we just? Well, I think so. I mean, uh-huh. as you know, as with anything, I I don't think firewood is any different than if you were going to, you know, open a bakery or, you know, I think having the conversation with your family, judging their interests. And then if they're not quite there, you know, if, if they can see the passion and the desire and something that you want to do, I think. You know, like like you had mentioned, you have the support, whether or not they're actually physically involved may come with time. But mm-hmm. I think starting out, it's just see how it goes. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, my whole thing, like when I started my YouTube channel, what the number one rule after my first video posted was I was not a, I, I couldn't tell my wife's family about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> but But now all of a sudden, you know, it's like. It's more accepting. So I think with anything, it's like, you know, just see how it goes. And I mean, I was in the same boat too. My daughters, I was forbidden to tell anyone. Anyone Uh, or only family? Anyone. 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 People now know, you know, it's gotten out. But uh, at that time, oh, no way. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. But it didn't, it didn't, um, it didn't last too long because I think my brother-in-law found me on YouTube and then brought it up at one get together. And, um, you know, so the, the thing that really helped though was the pandemic is that we weren't getting together as, you know, with our family members as much. So nobody could ask yeah. me about it and bring it up as conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of crazy how that worked out, but. <laughs> yeah it was but now you know now it's like i can't go to family get-togethers because I, well, I gotta make sure i have plenty of new sharpies sign autographs and you know my my eight yeah. by tens are still at the printer i gotta pick them up and it's, it's have you ever been noticed out in public yet oh yes really <laughs> this is a this is a funny story involving family and getting noticed in public so <laughs> My brother-in-law is a, he builds houses. He's a home, he's a builder. So uh-huh. every year we have up here what's called the Parade of Homes. And so like all of the area builders feature one of their houses that they've built. And then on a, like, I think it's for 10 days, the public can go and like tour the houses. So you buy these tickets and then you go, they have it like mapped out where you go to house one, then house two, then house three. So anyway, it's a big deal. Everybody goes to it. They all go check out the new houses. So we go to my brother-in-law's house and we walk in and we're walking around and we go to leave. And as we're leaving, like there's a flow of people coming in and all of a sudden somebody says, Hey, you're that guy from back 40 firewood. 
<laughs> and my wife looked at me with a look of terror in her face like I had never oh, no. seen. She was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but then the funniest thing was that her brother, who was there working, you know, with, he's like showing people around the house. He had mentioned that the day before the local news anchor from town here had come through the house and nobody recognized her. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So there you go. That shows you the power of YouTube. <laughs> yeah. No, no kidding. <laughs> what about you? I'm sure you've been recognized. Out there in- are, uh, there are a few. The one we, our air conditioner broke one summer and I called the, um, I called the furnace company to come fix it. And, uh, the, he knocked on the door. I opened it up and he goes, Hey, you're that guy from YouTube. He says, <laughs> I was worried, you know, maybe I had lent him or he, I borrowed his wheelbarrow and he was wanting it back or something. You know, that's always my <laughs> first concern. And then there was another one out here, the Amish, uh, we have a large Amish community and they have these salvage grocery stores, um, where they'll buy, you know, scratch and dents from, you know, oh like, yes. Yep. And then they, they resell them. And I love going to these things. They're so much fun. It's just like a, it's just like a Disneyland. You you go in there and you look for all this just random stuff and it's real cheap, you know? <laughs> so I walked into this one uh, salvage store and I was just going up and down the aisles and this guy started looking at me and I was like, oh God, he's, I, you know, I must've borrowed money off of him or something. And he <laughs> says, Joe, he says, OWB, how you doing? He was a very nice man. He was from Southington, just a couple towns over here, and we just shot the breeze for a while. It was a real nice time. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. There's been a few yeah. other instances where somebody will just, you know. And then the thing that I always struggle with is I don't know if they're saying hello and introducing themselves to just say hello or, you know, because you don't want to, like, just say hi and then keep walking and be rude and, you know, but then again, you don't want to get dragged into a 45 minute conversation about, yeah. you know, something. That's because you're not self-employed because I'll stand there and talk all day long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't oh. you have somewhere else to be? No, I nope. don't. Nope. <laughs> Got all day, bud. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, well, I think, I, w- uh, I think we probably... Well, hopefully, like if not, John, send us another email. But it was good hearing <laughs> you from you. Get good getting your email, and if anybody else listening wants to send an email, the email address is thewoodhounds at gmail dot com. Wow, that sounds pretty easy to remember. Yes, yes, yeah. Indeed. yeah the podcast continues to grow, and it wouldn't be doing it without the support of the listeners. And I would just want to thank everyone for making us a part of your week. And it's just fun watching, uh, watching our dashboard and seeing how well we have been received so yeah. far. So good. Dude. Yes. It's, it's great to see. And, and the, the reach, like how the, the other countries that people are downloading from and listening. Yes. And yes. It is great. So thank you once again, Woodhounds and Hopefully, you'll be tuned back in here next week for another episode. So, Dan, maybe we better start the music? Yes. Let me, let, wait. Where did I put that guitar pick? Uh, <laughs> all right. Here we go. 
All right, there we go. All right, we want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Woodhounds, and we hope to see you all back here next week, Wednesday morning, every Wednesday. That's right. Enjoy your week, Woodhounds, and catch you on the next one. Everyone have a great day. Mm-hmm.